Welcome to ViralSolutions.net. Today we'll discuss Intro to Fundamental CSS Concepts for Design. This includes what you need to know about CSS Concepts for Design. To view the full article, click the link in the show notes. When designing the front end of a website, the line between development and design can often be blurred. It's ultimately the front-end developer's job to take the designer's vision and translate it into the HTML and CSS calls that bring it to life on a web page. However, having a firm understanding of fundamental CSS concepts will aid the designer in creating a layout that is more efficiently and accurately translated into front-end code. This post is not a full overview of everything that CSS is capable of. Rather, it's an introduction to the basics of how things work a guide to help designers understand the tools they will ultimately render their creation for users. Here's what you need to know about CSS concepts for design. We'll start with understanding positioning in CSS. Every design relies heavily on the positioning of objects within the space. CSS provides developers with several ways to position the elements of a design, static, absolute, relative, and fixed. The terms will likely sound familiar to anyone who has done design work, so we'll just briefly go over how they work in CSS. We'll start with static. By default, HTML elements are placed in the order presented in the HTML code. The incredible power of CSS comes from the ability to change this positioning. But if you choose not to, then you can use static positioning. This is the default if no other positioning type is given. The next is absolute. Need to put your elements in a precise location? The absolute positioning type might be what you're looking for. With values for left, right, top, and bottom, this positioning style will place the object in the exact pixel value given. Absolute positioning disrupts the normal flow of the document, so it can get unwieldy to work with if not used carefully or used with too many elements. The next is relative. This positioning type uses the exact four directions that absolute positioning does. The difference here is that the object will now be positioned relative to its parent rather than in absolute terms. We'll learn more about parents and children in the next section. And the last is fixed. A particular type of positioning used for creating watermarks or similar elements that should stay put in an exact location. It is similar to absolute positioning except that fixed positioning will not scroll along with the page. We'll move on to using parents and children. CSS concepts for parents and children play an essential part in website design. Imagine that you have a box with some text at the top and a bottom of a button. It will be inconvenient if you had to modify all three of those elements every time you wanted to reposition the box. Instead, you can make the text and the button the children of the box and they'll automatically move wherever the box does. Just like in humans, CSS elements have a hierarchy of relationships. For example, you could place several of our button box text examples into a large box. The small boxes would be children of the big box. The text and buttons would be children of the small box. When the big box moves, the text and button move because their parent box moves, and they move with it. The root element for your layout is the page itself. Every element that you add to the page is a descendant of the page in some way. It may be a child element, or it may be the child of a child. The type of nesting can occur as frequently as you would like to facilitate complex designs that can be easily modified. Next up, setting object spacing. 
In CSS Concepts for Design, empty space is a powerful tool. Without sufficient empty space, everything is bunched together and the design looks either cluttered or monotonous. Creating space to add style and interest to your design in CSS can be done in two ways, margins and padding. They both provide the similar functionality for creating spacing but behave in completely different ways. So it's essential to understand the distinction between the two. The first is margins, spacing that is external to an element. Let's go back to our example of several small boxes inside of a big box. If you add a margin of five pixels around all sides of the small boxes, there will be a gap between them. The small boxes do not grow, they simply push other objects further away to maintain personal space. And padding. Padding is internal to an element. If we were to set the padding of our smaller boxes to five pixels instead of the margins, the small boxes themselves would grow. There would be more space between the edge of the small box and its children. However, there'd be no space between the small boxes themselves. We'll move on now to aligning elements with Flexbox. And we'll start with direction. The direction property determines how the elements will be stacked. Check out the values here. The first is column stacks items vertically from top to bottom. Column reverse, stacks items vertically from bottom to top. Row, stacks items horizontally from left to right. And row reverse, stacks items horizontally from right to left. Next up is wrapping. To aid in creating responsive designs, the flex wrap property will allow objects to wrap around should they run out of space. The values for this include set to wrap or no wrap, with the default being not to wrap. And justification. Just like the text on a page, elements in a flex box can be justified. To do this, use the justify content property to do this. The values of flex start, flex end, as well as center are similar to left, right, and center justifications in most software. Space around places an even amount of space on all sides of the elements. And space between, similar to space around, except the first element will be positioned as if it were to set to flex start and the last element will be positioned as if it were flex end. Next up is alignment. Justification shows how the elements align in the flex box, but if your elements are not the same size, you need a way to determine how they are aligned relative to each other. Similar to justify content and align items property has values of flex start, flex end, as well as center. These will align elements so their starting point align, their ending points align, or are centered. Two additional values provide extra control over the alignment. The first is baseline. This value aligns objects according to their baseline, which isn't always the center point. And stretch. The value stretches all the objects, taking up the same amount of space. To conclude, along with HTML, CSS is the foundation of how website designs become a reality. The best designs will be made by designers who have some idea of the tools that front-end developers will be using to implement their designs and the technological constraints they'll be working under. Now, if you're armed with knowledge about these fundamental CSS concepts, you'll be able to better design your websites around how they're put together by the development team. Do you need more information and ideas about CSS concepts and web design? Visit our website, viralsolutions.net, to learn more. At Viral Solutions, we are committed to seeing you succeed. 
It is our goal to grow your business with proven digital marketing strategies that will help your business for the long haul. Stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing. Sign up today for free monthly marketing tips, loopholes, and news to explode your return on investment. Click the link in the show notes to enter your email address and sign up for our newsletter. Viral Solutions. Strategize. Execute. Grow.